Hello, and it's the 38th episode of Comic Book Queers Legacy, CBQ Legacy. We are here. It is me, Evil Jeff, and my hot-as-fuck sidekick, Brett. Hey, what's up? Yeah. Do you see how I diminished you and called you a sidekick, but because I called you hot, you were okay with it? And I didn't even notice that you said sidekick. Immediately that's what I mean, hot. right? Yeah. See? <laughs> and that's how you hypnotize people. That's how you do it. Wait, what were we calling it last week? It's CBQ Yay? <laughs> yeah. Um, yay, CBQ. <laughs> yeah, CBQ. CBQ, yeah. No, I think yeah was first. It should be more. Uh, it's so fluid. CBQ, wait, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> CBQ? Oh, Lord, what a week. Oh, it's a crazy week. And I think we need to get right into it because um, we're just going to talk about X-Men for to be start off. To start because, off. Because there's one person, there's one character that gets me and, and Brett going more than ever. And mm-hmm. I feel like she's finally, she's finally coming back and she's taking front row to the X-Universe where she belongs and Brett, would you like to say who that is? Yeah, it's uh, it's somebody who is just decidedly getting her own finally again. She is back. Finally. And she's in brilliant white. Because yes. she is the white queen, Emma Frost. White queen. Yes, finally. They're like... And I, they still have not addressed why she was insane before, but she's finally she's, turning she, back to the good side. It's so weird reading this and being like, oh, God, she was insane before. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They need to, like, fix it. They need they're, to fix that part. They're fixing it. So she had a big week. Lord, what a week for Emma Frost. X-Men Blue. And they might be killing her off. We'll see. X-Men Blue, number 28, is what we're talking about by Colin Bunn and Marcus Toe. By the way, Marcus Toe, the pencils in this issue were, they were really good. Yeah, it was great. It was great. Um, So it ends with Emma betraying Bastion, Lady Miss Sinister, and Havoc. Yes. Saving the X-Men. Trying to go to Magneto. Trying to go to Magneto and saying, <laughs> hey, I know that you want to kill me, but I just did something heroic. We're square. I just saved the X-Men. I hope that we can bury the hatchet. And he's like, no. You've no, done too much fucked up shit to me. No, no, dear. Um, so I'm, I'm all for this. We got Emma Frost versus Magneto in like a spy versus spy kind of rivalry. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Oh, my it. God. Yes. Yeah. She was sitting in a empty Hellfire Club in some of the preview pages in the back. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So that could be we all of this Emma Frost heroism. This could be all for naught because she could wind up as the like the wiggity white queen all over again. But she well, would we'll have her own. You know what? Give her some hellions. Yeah, she needs to take. She needs students again. Okay, let's do and this. And let's not do the goddamn original X Men as her students, which is probably going to happen for a bit. But they need to go the fuck away. They do we're need to go away. We're back from space. No, you were supposed to stay in space. 
Well, they have extermination coming up, which is it's got to be the them being exterminated. I know. Don't don't call something fucking extermination and there be no extermination, okay? Let's do this. Give me five new Hellions for if Emma Frost does turn to the dark side again and get Ooh, some Hellions, yes. give me five. Give me five. I mean, with with those magenta and black mm-hmm. onesie suits, yes. Who is going to look good in the magenta and black? Who would you pick? Um, now, is this like a young, like who she would like bring over to her side? Yeah, or it could be evil mutants who are already out there and are like, sure, I'll join up. Do they have to be evil? No, they can be good. It can be anybody, any mutant. I think, I, I mean, I kind of just from Gen X, I kind of just want uh, the Ben and what's his name? And what was the, what's his boyfriend's name? The two gay guys? Uh, yeah, um, um, Nathaniel. Yeah, I want them because he, she was trained. Do you remember back in the Uncanny X-Men when uh, Benjamin D is Benjamin Deeds, right? What's his name? No. Yeah, Benjamin Deeds. Okay, okay, yeah. Where where she was trying to teach him to use his powers. And he's like, no, go seduce that woman. He's like, but I'm gay. And she's like, so? I don't care. She's like, that's not the point. I don't yeah, care. Yeah, she's like, I who gives a fuck about that? Yeah. Um, I love her. I want that. And then who are other... Interesting. The only bad kids I can think is that awful kid from da- from Iceman who was with Dakin. Oh yeah, the. Uh, but I hated him. Yeah, no, he's a he's a whiny brat. He's gross. I would like if some of them were from original Gen X, like from her, her original Gen X team, like if Monet was a Hellion. <gasps> yeah, bring Monet into it. Yeah. Yeah. Great. And of course, Boom Boom. <laughs> <laughs> A Boom Boom Emma Frost dynamic, that would be funny. That would be great. I would love that. I would love it. Yeah. And, but did you see that, um, did we talk about West Coast Avengers? Ooh, no. I did see it, though. Uh, West Coast Avengers with yeah. Kid Omega. Quentin yeah. Quire yeah. is going to be a West Coast Avenger with both Hawkeyes. And who else was on that team? Um, it's America. Yeah, that looks awesome. I'm yep. gonna read that. And it's um, it's Kate Bishop's boyfriend from her series, and I don't remember his name. Does he have powers? He has powers. I don't remember what they are. Well, they can't but be that interesting. Though. He has powers. She doesn't, but he do. Yeah. Uh, but she can like aim really, really good. But speaking of aim, are we okay with Quentin having a psychic shotgun, and that's his power? <laughs> he just like goes around blowing people away. I well, know. I mean, that's been established earlier. Yeah, that's not sure. his only power, but I yeah. do like it. No, I like it. Yeah, sure. It's kind of like Psylocke has her katana, so he yeah. has a shotgun. Yeah. It's just so Psylocke. Yeah. Um, what, uh, and back to X-Men, though, uh, X-Men Blue, Havoc is also now good again. He was, and she used the term inverted, which I liked, because that's what happened but, to him in Axis. But why she could have done this from the very beginning. No, she needed Polaris. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. okay, got it. Got she it. said she said I can do this now knowing everything Polaris loves about you and everything Polaris hates about oh, okay, you. I kind of know it. who you are who I'm supposed to revert you back to. Okay. Yeah. All right. But Emma was, Emma was also like I'll, I'll love you forever bad havoc. <laughs> Bye. 
Wait, did she really say that? In in so many words, she was like, I'll miss you, Alex, and I'll always dream of what we could have been capable of together. You know, she's talking to evil Alex. Did they fuck then? Has it been like, did they officially I mean, fuck? Um, or is it just, how could they I mean, not? It's, but, but has it only been insinuated? I mean, clearly oh, they have. Oh, dead brother. How, how can that not happen? Yeah. Oh, those two are so damaged to begin with. Of course they fucked. They fucked because they miss Scott. That's how fucked up that was. It's kind of hot. Yeah, I know. Yeah. They probably fucked. They probably parasailed. Yeah, but I like that Havoc is kind of like, I feel like I'm an imposter. Yeah. He's like, I'm good now, but I feel like this is fake. And that's, and the other one, the real me is underneath now. That sucks that Cyclops isn't alive anymore because he was going through that when he was Apocalypse for a while. And when yeah. when Morrison started his that was run, right when he yeah, I was gonna say that's right when New X Men started. Was yeah, right and he, Cyclops that. was like, "Ooh, I still feel him inside me." <laughs> Don't we all? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, spoken like a true bottom. Mm-hmm. Uh, X Men Red. X Men Red Annual Number One, the issue we've been waiting for for a while. Because it shows everything that happened in between, sort of. Well, it shows like Jean's friends reacting to her being alive. Which is something we never got. Yeah, and um, I hated it. <gasps> I didn't. I cried in the beginning. Real what? tears. Oh really? my god! When they were like catching up with her, that was, was so touching. So badly, I didn't buy a single frame. Well, the art was was not. It didn't help. The art was really bad. Yeah, I just I'm didn't sorry. buy any of it. Yeah. I didn't buy any of it. Yeah, it was the art was very wooden, uh, which does not help an issue that's supposed to be emotional. Yeah, um, I but I thought it made it made the book make more sense to me. Like it it showed me where her motivation to put this team together came from. Uh, you know, it's a nice prequel to her meeting like Laura and Gabby and yeah, yeah, well. yeah. I guess it just wasn't interesting enough for me. Yeah. Plus, I for me, it's like. I wanted more of her reacting to actual events. And it was just like, they were telling me everything that happened. And I was like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Where I wanted to be like, no, wait, Cycl- like Scott did what? <laughs> yeah. She had the he same. He was fucking Emma. She had the like, same. I guess she oh, she knew did... that. She started that. Well, but but does she remember all the stuff in that egg thing? Of course. It's Jean. She, le- she remembers everything. She's got the best mind. Okay. It's Jean. Well, if she was in the egg and she knew what was going on, why didn't she know everything else that was going on in the it's world? It's Jean. Well, no, no, no. Well, she didn't. <laughs> she, her last thing before she like disappeared into the white hot room was she nudged Cyclops to kiss Emma on while they were standing yeah. on her grave. So she already blessed Scott and Emma. And then she was like, and now bye. That was my last thing. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I didn't like it. But I was, all right, I want to. I'm. I'm kind of. Here's the thing about X Men Red. Yes, like the execution is weird, and like it's like Gambit and Namor. It's like what the hell is this? It's weird. Ugh. But I will say this: it is the book that is making the X Men metaphor relevant again. It's kind of like in Deadpool two. He was like, they used to stand. They used to be a metaphor for racism, and it it there is a there's good metaphor in going on in this book compared to what's happening in the world. And I think that with all of the new, with racism being exposed and feeling uh, brazen enough to be open about it, 
I like that X-Men is tackling it, and, and it's kind of drawing parallels to what's happening in this book with what's happening in the real world, and I'm saying I appreciate that. Huh. Because it's Jean. Jean is not... She, Jean's going to be like, what? Tr- Donald Trump won? I am changing this world. <laughs> that is so Jean. What year did she suppose... How long was she supposedly been dead for? In In their world? In their world. Five years? I think it's around five. Five years. Yeah. Okay. So that's... When technically she died when? 2003? She's been dead much 2002? longer. 2002? Uh, yeah, 2002, uh, 2003. She's so been dead longer Jean than the first time. technically doesn't even know what YouTube is, but then, but we have to believe that she does know what YouTube is. We have to believe that there's going to be so much uh, fish-out-of-water comedy with Gene coming up. Yeah. I can't wait. Uh, She's going to like look at a 360 video and be like, are you kidding me? <laughs> She's like going to hear dubstep and she'll be like, what is this? I'll be like, don't worry. We it's don't gone. listen to it anymore. Don't worry, it's, gone. it's already gone. So you don't need to worry. So here's <laughs> here's and here's the thing that I hated about X-Men Red, though. Uh, Cassandra Nova. Are you OK? Did you fall? Me? Yeah. What did you hear? Oh, I heard I heard a voice and rustling and falling. Oh, no, I think I just touched my phone. Oh, my God. That scared the hell out of me. Um, the end <laughs> Who I didn't even know that was Cassandra Nova. I'm like, where did she get ears like that? <laughs> and then, of course, I'm like, of course she takes over fucking Rachel. Like, Miss All, Miss, I've never been more powerful, Rachel. Cassandra Nova's like, hey, you're a joke. I'll take over your mind. Yeah. Fucking Rachel, always. But now, did that happen before? When did that happen? Ooh, maybe Cassandra Nova's why Rachel is so powerful. That's what I mean. Is this, but I mean, did this happen like before, after all the weird shit that's going on with her in gold? I think they're going to say it happened before and it's the reason she's going so berserk. Maybe. Mm. Wouldn't you love it if the books were that connected? They won't be. Why don't they connect them? They won't. They have all these awful like crossover events. Why can't there be? And then their one crossover event between X-Men Blue and Gold was, was with that awful mojo thing. Let's have something good happen. Let's have a Cassandra Nova crossover event. Right. She's scary as fuck. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Totally. What else is going on in the Marvel world? We had a great, amazing Spider-Man number 800. Uh, what happened? Is Peter the whole thing when Peter Parker got rich and then the yeah, whole Doctor Octopus taking over? I really got like I was like I can't deal yeah. with you anymore. And that went on for a long time. But isn't he poor again? Yeah. He's basic. He's basic Peter Parker. He's Peter Parker 101 again. Um, I will tell you that Aunt May, she's really been de-aged. <laughs> like, she's I, a fetus. Like, I remember when... <laughs> she's a tadpole. I remember when Aunt May was like a real old lady. Yeah. And now she's, she's pretty hip. She's got silver hair, but she's still pretty hip. Anyway. Uh... This issue is $10. What? It, <laughs> How many pages is it? It's a lot. Like, it's a lot. It's a lot of pages. $10? Um, it's like Dan Slott's no. coup de gras. It's like the apex of everything he's been working on. 
Fuck uh, that. <laughs> it's $10. At least it was in Comixology. I don't know. Maybe I got a holographic cover I don't, and it didn't work because it was over the computer. <laughs> I don't get No, that you need to open it up and it starts reading it to you with, with Kate Blanchett doing the voice of Aunt May. <laughs> like, no. Fuck that. What a fascinating spider person. Um, so, Amazing Spider-Man. No, no. Read by Marissa Tomei. But oh, and her, her my cousin Vinny accent. Positraction. <laughs> I love Marissa Tomei. Um, is she the, a bad guy in something coming out soon? Um, Jurassic. Just no. your life in general. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So back. She's the bad guy in Jurassic Park. <laughs> I think so. I think she's the T-Rex. She's the voice of the T-Rex. <laughs> But she does it in, in the, the My Cousin yes. Vinny <laughs> She does it in the My Cousin Vinny accent. Roar. All right. Well, give me the spoilers in Spider-Man. So much happens. First of all, this whole book, uh, it's drawn by four different artists, four or five different artists. One of them is Stuart Immerman. And evidently... Oh, I love him. Well, well, I got some bad news for you, bitch. He's what? retiring. Did his hand get chopped off? What? <laughs> this is his last issue. Oh, for Christ's sake. I don't know if this is his last issue, but the buzz is that he's retiring. Maybe it's a rumor. I don't know. It's probably oh. already been either verified or not verified, or verified as bullshit. And I'm still like, no one knows. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, We're not going to Google it. We're just going to keep on going. Right. Right. Um, but I hope he stays because he's great. Um, remember Next Wave? So Yeah. Great. Yeah. Love it. So, so, all right, what happens? Uh, it's all about Norman Osborn, who is very Green Goblin-ish. Like, he's in his Green Goblin persona with his Green Goblin powers. He merges with Carnage. Oh. And he becomes the Red Goblin. Uh, and right. he's Has that ever happened before? No. Okay. And he's super powerful. So Spider-Man's with this team of people that includes this hero Clash. I'm not sure who that is. Um, Flash Thompson, who's anti-Venom, uh, uh, Silk, um, a few other people. And Red Goblin hands them their asses, and they almost die. Like, he beats the shit out of them. Uh, cool. So it's all about Peter trying to finally take down Red Goblin. And Red Goblin knows that Peter is Spider-Man. Um, a few other things. Peter and J. Jonah Jameson... Uh, are very close. I don't know how that happened. Um, what? But, He's the the newspaper. The yeah, the newspaper guy. Yeah. Um, and is that like a blog now? Like, did they <laughs> that? no, it's still a newspaper. And Jameson knows that Peter is Spider Man. Uh, and he protects the secret. It's very strange. He's very pro Spider Man these days. So now, so all the people. So I don't like that because that was a lot of that was the tension between them, and so they yeah. just got rid of that. Yeah. Um, so a lot of things happen. Basically, uh, they, you check in on so many different characters via the Red Goblin who have meant something to Spider-Man. So the, the Red Goblin attacks Mary Jane, um, but J. Jonah secretly called in Venom to protect Mary Jane. So Mary Jane, like, defends herself for a while, and then you've got, like, a Venom-Red Goblin fight. And then, you know, like, then she, he goes and attacks Aunt May, um, and right when, oh, it's uh, Harry Osborn's kid is now the goblin child. And the goblin child goes to kill Aunt May, only to be thwarted by Doc Ock, who is still is in love. James Franco? Is that James Franco? Um, oh, Who's yeah, the kid? James Franco's son. It would be James Franco's son, this little goblin oh, okay. child. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, but Doc Ock uh, saves Aunt May because that happened while while Doc was in Peter's body. Um, and uh, it turns out that everyone who was shot by some of the Red Goblin's tendrils at one point throughout the book, haha, those tendrils are controlled by my mind and they will grow in those people. So I'm going to kill everyone you love because he wound up shooting everyone at some point, but they were all safe. So, and then you find out Peter's like, oh no, my loved ones, what am I going to do? And then he's like, activate, and none of the people die, and you find out it's because Flash Thompson, a.k.a. Anti-Venom, healed all of them before he could could do this dastardly plan. Flash Thompson shows up, he's like, haha, I thwarted your plan, let's fight uh, the Red Goblin Spider-Man. Flash Thompson dies at the hand of Norman Osborn. Wait, Venom? Uh, yeah, he hasn't been Venom for a while. Eddie Brock. Oh, okay. Eddie Brock he's not is, the current Venom. He's, oh, that's he's right. the okay. white Venom. He's healing anti-Venom. Okay. So he risked his life to save Spider-Man. He dies in Spider-Man's arms and admits admits to, Peter, admits, his love for him. admits to Peter Parker that he has always been in love with him. No, 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 I know I wish. Ah! No, that um, (laughs) Peter always was his best friend. And it's very sad. It's very sad. And then Peter's like, it's like, it's so Gwen Stacy. It's like, it's like him holding Gwen Stacy, but it's him holding Flash Thompson, Mm -hmm. which I'm like, wink. And then he's like, I'm going to get you, Osborne. Uh, And then he like (laughs) fights Red Goblin. He's all mad. He's like, for my loved ones, pee you know, classic. So classic. And then mm-hmm. um, Goblin is like about to kill him. And Peter's like, think of his weakness. Think of his weakness. He doesn't have a weakness. Think of his weakness. He's like, wait, if you kill me, no one's going to know it's you. Everybody thinks you're carnage. Everybody's going to think Cletus Cassidy killed me. And Norman's like, you're right. What? No. <laughs> and he sheds, <laughs> he sheds the carnage stuff. So now we have just traditional Green Goblin versus Spider-Man. Um and right when like Spider-Man kicks his ass and then right when Norman is going to merge with Carnage again, Peter kills Carnage, which tears apart Norman's mind. Then Jay Jonah shows up and he's like waving a pistol going, I have to end this. And he goes to shoot <laughs> Green Goblin in the forehead. Peter jumps in front of the bullet, takes the bullet. And is like, there's no fucking way I'm going to let you kill the Green Goblin. Takes the bullet uh, in the shoulder. He's fine. But it ends with Flash Thompson's funeral and with Peter and J. Jonah at the funeral. And J. Jonah's like, oh, I just got this alert on my phone. So-and-so crime is happening across the city. Go, Peter, go. And it's like, oh, man. J. Jonah's like his new coach. It's like he's his new man in the chair. Like he's his new boy. All of that sounds dumb. <laughs> I don't know. It's pretty great. You liked it? I don't like. J- I don't like Jay Jonah being like his new like what Alfred or something. Well, it's more like now he pushes him around in a different way. He's like, "You got to get out there now. Go." Uh, yeah. Rather than bring me Spider Man, it's get out there, Spider. They need to do something though, where he's really gay, and then he starts sexually harassing Peter, Peter, and then, um, but then, but he's kind of, but he's never been able to fight crime more successfully. <laughs> so like Peter doesn't know what to do. It's his like, new. You know, he's like it's his like, new Uncle should, Ben. 
Yeah, so he's like, should I... Wait, did Uncle Ben molest him? No. No, I mean, it's oh, his... I no. Was, like, <gasps> I would never say that. No, I mean, it's his, the new thing he thinks about all the time. Oh, okay. To motivate oh, him. Oh, I was like, when was that written into oh the Oh, my story? God. Someone should write that, though. That's going to that's gonna happen at some point. Someone's going to write that shit. <laughs> yeah, because that's what they don't realize. When he said, with great power comes with great responsibility, um, he was talking about when Peter is, like, gripping Uncle Ben's <laughs> balls. He's like, you have all the power. So says, you have to be responsible with my balls right now. That's what that really meant. Is that, oh. <laughs> now we know you heard it here first uh, is that it for comics um well marvel is crazy right now it's i crazy. think marvel is yeah um did you hear uh there's a lawsuit going on a lawsuit i believe stan lee is suing uh marvel for like a billion dollars no not it's not marvel it's pow entertainment pow it's, a, it's like a former company of him of his yeah okay yeah Actually, because all right, I'm no. Just, they're they're saying that he, I have a I have a surprise here. What I actually was doing something earlier today. Um, I actually ran in to um, Stanley. What? Yeah, I was going to uh, it's to the local uh, coffee shop called Teapot by my house, uh-huh. and uh, he was wandering the streets. And is he, is I was like, okay? "Is that Stanley?" And so I just. Mm-hmm. I actually is he called okay? him in. I, um, I don't. Do you want to talk to him? He's been through He's so kind of, much. Yeah, uh, do I want to talk to him? What are you serious? Yes. Yeah, yes. Yes. Come oh my. On, what? Come on over here. Oh my. Hey, you guys. What's going on? Oh my God, no. Stan. Stan. Hi. Stan. I, I am. You are my hero. I am. I, you. I am such a fan. I am such a fan. I can't believe you're here. Oh, Excelsior! Excelsior to you, sir! Excelsior to ah, you! Ah, yes! Uh, yeah! Oh, God! I want mac and cheese! Well, uh, I'm hungry! I'm sure my co-host, Jeff, will, will be happy to make you some mac and I'll cheese! Make you, like, I'll make you some mac and cheese after the show, okay? Alrighty, then! Sir. Did you know that I... Was in a Marvel movie? You've been in, in all of the Marvel movies, except a lot. I got to cut Thor's hair. Yeah, <laughs> that actually was my favorite appearance of yours. That and the Watcher one from Guardians That's 2. That's the yeah. only one I can remember. Oh. Well, sir, you have been through a lot lately. I just uh, Now that I have this opportunity, I want to check in with you. Is everything okay? Yeah, you seem fine, and the rumors of elderly abuse seem to be just those. Rumors. Who abuses who? What? What? Um. What? So, sir. <laughs> sir. Sir. Uh, talking about your lawsuit with POW Entertainment, you allege that POW got you, took advantage of your poor eyesight and got you to sign um, a, a contract that gives away your, let, lets them use your likeness indefinitely, and that's not what you thought you were agreeing to. Um, could you tell me what's happening with that lawsuit? My eyesight is perfectly fine, my fine feathered friends. That's right, I have eagle Thank eyesight. You. A radioactive eagle came down and bit me, and now I can see 20 miles away. Oh, oh wow, that's that's amazing. So you're saying yeah. that law that lawsuit is totally baseless? 
What? I don't. I don't think I he's think, aware. That I don't think he should have said that thing about his eyesight. On yeah, that might hurt. That might hurt your case. That might hurt the lawsuit. Yeah. Um. Uh, also, there have been, uh, r- like I said, rumors of elderly abuse. Uh, but you recently came to Twitter and said that you were going to personally sue uh, or kick the cra- like. I don't think kick the crap out of. I think it was sue anyone who is spreading rumors about you being abused, specifically at the hands of your daughter. Uh, do you care to comment on any of that? My daughter is amazing. That's right, my fine feathered friends. <laughs> Not a bird. She was she was the one that's that found the eagle and said, "Bite him! Bite him!" And the eagle attacked me and attacked me and then and then I was all bloodied up and then she said, "It's okay cuz now you have the magic sight." She's amazing. Are you saying that she sicked a bald eagle on you? What? All right. I think, why don't you just, I think I, he's getting agitated. I think. All right. One last question. One last question. Okay. Sir, recently you said that people have stolen your blood and are using it uh, as ink that they're selling um, ink made with Stanley's blood, uh, which I can't believe happened to you. Do you have any comment on that? I'll tell you this. All right. Stay tuned, my friends, for the next issue. Because when you see the real Stanley's blood, you'll see that it has been cursed by an ancient gypsy back in 1955. Yes, that's right. Okay. Cursed by an old. Romanian. Well, that's what she was. I don't know what else to say. All right, finally. She. Sir, do you have any upcoming work, upcoming original work that you'd like to tell the audience about? Maybe anything Eagle related? I'm actually going to be in the next Marvel movie making a cameo. And do you know which movie that is? Which movie is Wonder it? Wonder Woman Part 2. Nope. That's right. No. I've decided to bring Wonder Woman over. You can't, what? You can't do that. She's not Angela. I can do anything. I'm Stan Lee. All right, Stan I Lee. I have the sight of an eagle and my blood is cursed. All right, Jeff, get Stan Lee the fuck out of here. All right. Just, all right. Go, oh, he's just walking out the door. Oh, he's wandering Be- off. Okay, they'll find him. It's okay. I, well, didn't, I didn't expect that, that at all. Was I okay? That was very depressing, I must say. <laughs> oh, my God. I hope I was okay. I hope he didn't think I was stupid. I don't think he's aware of anything that's going on right now, so I think it's all good. All right. Hi, everybody. This is Brett. I just wanted to take a second to talk about the Universe Head Network. What is that? Well, you're kind of listening to it right now. It's a podcast network of a bunch of podcast shows. Really? I want to know more, Brett. Where the hell have you... What? Where did you come from? Hi. It's Evil Jeff. I'm hovering above you. Oh, there you are. On the astral plane. There you are. Um, Well, I'll tell you about the universe. Yeah, please do, because you know what? 
I'm going to be, I have a lot of crap to do at work and I need to listen to a podcast and I don't want to listen to hours because, you know, I was there when it happened. And I'm sick of all my music. So when I work out, I need a new podcast to listen to. So here's a bunch. Um, there's one called The Push Off. Uh, that's about football for all you sports geeks out there. There's also one called Doc Hard, where two drunk, fabulous ladies watch a documentary and discuss it. Hey, are you into business trends and stuff that brands are doing? Who isn't? Then you should be listening to Inferior Men. Hey, what about the baddest mothers in the room? What is that about? It's literally about the grossest things about having a baby. You want to hear about vaginas falling out, getting peed in your mouth? Uh, They're probably talking about that right now. And sometimes it's not even a baby doing it. Sometimes it's two adults who are peeing in each other's mouths just because they like it. And if you like gross shit like that, then you will love the Not Safe for Work podcast, also available on the Universe Head Network. And Evil Jeff, the Universe Head Network is not so much a network of podcasts as it is a group of friends and performers who just love talking about the stuff they're passionate about. All like-minded people on a variety of topics. That just warms my heart and warms my soul. Or maybe it's all the alcohol I'm consuming right now. (laughs) Maybe. Hey, you want to go smoke some meth? Yeah, that sounds great. All right. You can hear the shows we listed and other great shows on the Universe Head Network by going to universehead.com. That is universehead.com. And you're a smart person. You can take it from there. Uh, ew, I read a DC book. Ew, what? Yes, I actually, for the sake of this show and its diversity, read a DC book. I did too, but I cheated because I read a DC book written by a Marvel writer. Oh, we'll get to what that is in just a second. But first, my book. I finished No Justice, book four. That story's over. And how was it? It was, oh, um, I didn't understand what was happening. It was like, we got to get to the thing wall and then the thing. And then if we beckon the thing and then you must be the one to have the thing. And then I'm like, I don't know. Uh, all I know is that. Was the, it literally called the thing or are you just not remembering? I'm not remembering. Okay. It um, has changed the DC universe forever. The DC multiverse forever. I think it created all these new worlds. Oh, Like no. there were all these worlds that had been captured by Brainiac and shrunken down and then when Brainiac's planet was destroyed all the worlds like were released and grew back to their normal size and creating a new like multiverse I give so now it we have to deal with all these other ones yeah and then all these new universes and then it also was a launch pad to new <sighs> new titles like it's launching it launched a new Justice League and they like showed um signage for it on the last page uh but also the way the characters talk to each other. They were like, maybe Wonder Woman, we need to look at something dark. And you're like, oh, okay, Dark Justice is going to be, okay. Um, so it's a new Dark Justice book, which seems to be Zatanna and Wonder Woman. There is a new Justice League, which is like the movie, and with Hawkgirl. Wait, Zatanna, just Zatanna and Wonder Woman. Uh, there's a That's third, it. no, there's a third, there's a and third. And Charlotte and Miranda, and they're just going out on town, <laughs> buying shoes and fucking guys. Oh my God, I wish. Um, but wait, but is that Dark Justice, is that in a different universe? Like, is it different Wonder Woman? No, nope. Oh. No, it's mainstream. <laughs> that sounds awful. Oh God. Um. Yeah, and... How many ooze did you give I it? I give it... Uh, 
ew, ew, ew. Okay. It's just like, oh my God, I was just like, I was just so, the concepts, the concepts. Um, but hey, that's why we try books. Yeah. What'd you read? I read Man of Steel. The first uh, <gasps> uh, Brian Michael Bendis took over for Superman. That came out? Yeah. Oh. Where was I? <laughs> yeah, it did. It did, my darling. Tell and, me about uh, it. Um, it was just all set up. Like, it kind of started <clears throat> in the future. It started now. Has it ever been established what, how Krypton blew up? Uh, sure. I'm sure there's many different explanations for it. Well, this one, it starts, it's like way in the past. And there's all these like legions of, um, of like different planets having a meeting about how, um, Krypton is going to like, is, is basically like a, a mooch that it's just like going around and sucking everyone dry and that they need to like get rid of it. And this one guy, this guy, he's like, I know how to kill everybody. I, we need to just destroy the planet. And they're all kind of like, let's talk about this. Maybe we should do diplomacy. And this guy's like, no, the only way is if we just blow the planet up. And they're all like, we're not sure. And then it goes to the present with Superman. And it's just kind of him like living his life. Um, and then it goes back to the past where basically the planetary people are like, we decided we're not going to blow up a whole planet. Cause you know, that's like not cool. And like, we're not about that. And then he's like, mm, okay. And you could tell like, clearly he's going to blow the planet up anyway. Ugh. But anyway, it kind of just ends with, uh, him. I think it's just kind of just establishing that Clark is just like, living his life you know working for the newspaper and you know he's with lois and he has his kid and then he like comes home and then the very end of the of the uh issue he comes home and then suddenly they just look and they're like who are you and this bright light panel by panel gets brighter and brighter Mm -hmm. and they're all looking in horror and then that's the end dazzler So right now, nothing that interesting happened. But I will say, uh-huh. sadly, uh-huh. Uh, I've read a bunch of action comics and other comics. This is it's yeah, just so much have. more well written. It's just so much more well written than hey. the other people that were writing before it. Hey, so, he's the sorry. best there is in the biz. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's great. How many oohs do you give it? Uh, because nothing major. I'm giving it ew, ew, ew. Because sure. like really nothing happened. Yeah, my book had the same, and so many things happened. So that's fine. Oh, by the way, uh, the other Dark Justice characters uh, is Swamp Thing, Man Bat, along with Wonder Woman and Zatanna. Uh, and who's that? Who's that chimpanzee dressed as a Sherlock Holmes? You ever see that guy from DC? Like Chimp Detective? I, that's a Simpsons thing. <laughs> oh no, that's hail to the chip. That's hail to the chimp. <laughs> <laughs> he, that's what you get for not hailing to the chimp. Um, I don't know. It's Chimp Detective. I'm just going to call him that. Let me let me look him up. Chimp Detective. I'm guessing that's his name. Detective Chimp. Okay. <laughs> you were so far off. Uh, oh, my God. That was my next guess. <laughs> anyway, that looks like a cool team. Wonder Woman, Zatanna, who uh, I've always loved. Um, Detective Chimp, Swamp Thing, and Man Bat. Who's Man Bat? He's a Batman villain. He's more bat than man. He was a scientist. I don't, I don't know him either. 
Say it the with me. He, he was a scientist. Refer- he couldn't even come up with a better I know. name than Man Bat. I know Batman. Oh, wait, like, there's already a Batman. I'll be Man Bat. I'll be Man Bat because I'm like the I'm like the the scary opposite. Fuck that. You never saw Man Bat? No. He was on that '90s cartoon Batman the Animated Series. I did not see every episode oh, of that. Well. <laughs> well. I was too busy watching, like, Digimon. <laughs> <laughs> well. Um, but guess right. what? I made up. I made a game for you. Oh, play. are we moving into a game segment? I think we are. All right. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. And this game is called, Which Power Will You Be Forced to Take? <gasps> I'm going to give you two powers. Okay. But some of them have, uh, you know, asterisks of okay. things that Condi- go along conditions. with conditions. Sure. And you have to have one of them. Oh, okay. The first, and it's based off of the first one I'm going to ask. This is something that people have asked. Uh, this has been a conversation starter. And you might have heard this before, too. But the original one, and this is what this game is based off of, that you may have been asked this before. You can either glow forever... Or be invisible forever. Did you say glow? Yeah, like you are constantly glowing. Okay. Or you're invisible forever, though. So that means no one can ever see you. But if you're glowing, that means you literally walking around, your light is shining out of you. So everyone is always staring at you. I would absolutely choose glowing. Because, do you know, like, the cult I could start? <laughs> I feel I could start my invisible cult because I would choose to be invisible because then I would be rich. Oh, that's true. But no one would ever see you. I'd put makeup on. Oh, like baby powder. (laughs) (laughs) You can't do that. (laughs) Well, I'd put some clothes on. Yeah. Turban. Oh, okay. No, I would definitely glow. And then I would, I would start a religious cult. Okay. (laughs) What would your cult be called? Um, it would be called uh, the uh, effervescence of truth seekers of Waco, Texas. <laughs> All right. Are you ready for the next one? Yes. Okay. You have the powers to fly, but every time you fly, you shit your pants. <laughs> I thought you were going to say throw up. <laughs> okay. Or you have superhuman strength, but every time you use your superhuman strength, you get a raging boner. Ooh, uh, well, I mean, definitely superhuman strength and get a raging boner. (laughs) Definitely. And like, because honestly. But there's an extra condition on that now that you've chosen that. Okay. Your boner is only two inches long. (laughs) Oh, come on. You can't. No, all right. I'm just kidding. That's not part of it. You can't do that. It's how long your dick is normally. So three inches. So three no, inches. I'm just kidding. Would, <laughs> would you rather, like in general, would you rather? I would fly and shit my pants. You, I would just wear you would? diapers. Because I really I would think. put the diapers on. I think I would want super strength over flight, period. I just have always wanted to fly. Yeah. And I've always wanted to like lift a car and throw it. <laughs> it makes parking so much easier. Yeah. 
All right, what's the next one? Do, am I winning? There's no winning. Okay. This is just... <laughs> Um, this is just for us to be, you'll be silently judged by uh, our audience. By, t- by tens of people. <laughs> okay. You have, you're psychic. Oh. Like with, te- te- you're a telepath. Okay. But you will always hear other people's thoughts with within a one mile vicinity. Oh. Like you can't turn it off. Mm. Or... No way. You have superhuman scent. Like, like, who would want that? But you are able to smell everyone's farts within a five mile vicinity. I will take the psychic torture. Thank you. <laughs> I think that would make me go insane. I think I might have to smell the farts. I, I think the you'd get used to it after a while. I think the farts would make me go insane. <laughs> Can you imagine me talking like, blah, blah, blah. Ugh. Someone three miles away just just pooted. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. Do you smell? Oh, you don't. of course you don't. Oh, those are some shitty choices. All right. Next one. You have force field powers. Ooh. But mm-hmm. you can never be truly touched. Okay. Or? Or you're a technopath. Oh. But... You have a conjoined twin that's an extra head coming out of your neck. <laughs> I mean, okay. If you're a technopath, you probably aren't leaving the house anyway. Like, you're probably eventually going to be in this room of, like, monitors and machines controlling the world. So I would probably just pick the conjoined head because no one's going to see me anyway. But here, the extra condition... The conjoined head is kind of. Fran Drescher's character <laughs> from the name. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. I reverse my answer. I reverse. No, no, I'm just kidding with that. I would be the technopath too. Okay, so next one. Um, you have bird wings. Oh. And flight. Um, okay. But you also have a bird beak. Okay, well, or not, not too far. You have cheetah legs and superhuman speed. Cheeto legs? Ch- cheetah legs. Che- okay. And superhuman speed, but that goes to my next point. You can only, the only thing you can survive on is Cheetos for the rest of your life. <laughs> oh my God, I, I felt Cheetos coming. Um, I abs. What was the first one? Was was um what again? Bird wings. Bird wings. Bird beak. But bird beak, and then cheetah legs. But cheetah che- legs. Superhuman appetite. speed. And you can only eat Cheetos. Like even if you ate a ham sandwich, like you would throw up. Like you can. Only, that's the only thing you can live off of. Like, is there anything else going on with my bird powers? Any like you can fly. I mean, anything else? No. I'll take the cheetah legs. <laughs> I think I would do the cheetah legs too. That's another power I don't want. Running super speed. You still have to run. Like you still have to sprint everywhere. Like granted it doesn't like you, you're still like really exerting yourself. Like it probably feels the same if you sprint now. (laughs) I don't want that. It's too much work. Too much work. Yeah. Okay, this one might be the hardest one for you. Mm-hmm. 
you are either have to you have to choose one or the other eternal life oh no but you can you can never watch another movie ever again. <gasps> oh my god can i watch tv shows yes okay but if it's a movie on tv you can't watch it okay <laughs> um and tv movies are like kind of really fuzzy like cinemax like you know if you like your parents don't really have cinemax but you're like trying to watch it through yeah. the snow well, i've i've, I've right. persevered <laughs> in that context Anyway, um, or you have perfect beauty and a perfect body and perfect health, but you can never watch television again. And what was the first power again? You're immortal. Immortal. Eternal life. That's right. Yeah. Um, immortal, but never watch a movie again or perfect body, face, health. Never watch TV again. Oh, God. Perfect body, face, health, and never watch TV again. <laughs> it, movies are more in line. Live... They're more in line with my attention span. See, I watch more TV, and I want to live forever. Oh well. But I do want the perfect body too. Yeah. What's the What's but the point of living forever if you're not cute? That if people don't want to have sex with you. <laughs> All right. All right. I got two more for you. Okay. Hit me. You can stop time. Okay. But every time you do, you gain 10 pounds. Oh, boy. Okay. Is Now, is that sheddable pounds or is it like magic weight yes. that can never yes, go away? Yes, but you have to put in the work to shed the 10 pounds before you stop time again. Okay. Or you'll gain it. Yeah. Or, yeah. The next one is you have the powers of Superman. Ugh. But the song Despacito will always be <laughs> I love that for song. all eternity. <laughs> um, no fucking way. Um, I mean, Superman, though. Despacito's great. I'm going with Superman, constantly listening to... I don't even know how it goes that well. But I know it's good. <laughs> it won't be after day... Five. And I can't even kill myself because I'm Superman, but I'm going with it anyway. What about you? I would do I would do stop time. There's so much you can do. There's so much you can do. I know. Because I would just because it's only when once you stop time, you gain it that once. I would just be like, I'm gonna stop time once a month. Rob the banks, do everything, and then not do it again. Yeah, because I would have to think And then just go on like a severe diet. You have to worry about aging. Like if you like if you were like if you had a, a clock and life had a clock and your clock skipped seconds every once in a while, you would yeah. be older. But if you only do it once a month yeah, and you just do it for half a day, that's six days a year. You know, I just watched, that's not that bad. I just watched the movie Covenant from 2006 because it was just put on Netflix. And if there's one message that I learned... You remember Covenant, right? It was like the four male witches. It was like Chase Crawford and T Taylor Kitsch. Oh, the movie? Yeah. Oh, I never saw it, but it looked good. Oh, yeah. They're swimmers. Oh, it's so good. Uh, Sebastian Stan. I need to watch that. Sebastian oh, Stan is the evil that. witch. It's like he's like 21-year-old Sebastian Stan. That sounds like the gayest thing that was ever made. Oh, my no God. It, it kind of... Characters in it. I'm actually surprised. Like, I wish it was a little bit gayer. It, there's moments where it's super gay, but... Not enough. Not nearly enough. Anyway, the theme of that movie 
is power is addictive and you think you're going to do it once a month, but you're not. You're going to keep doing it and you're going to age just like the witches did in Covenant. His father was 44 years old, but he couldn't stop using magic and he looked like a 102-year-old man. Oh. Yeah, it's a great movie. It's so bad. <laughs> it's a great movie. It's so bad. It's so bad. But Sebastian Stan, you realize Sebastian Stan is a pretty good actor. Who is Sebastian Stan? Winter Soldier. Oh, right, 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 right. Ooh, when he's all teenagery. Wait, yeah. what happened to Chase Crawford? I don't know. I don't know. He's super young in this movie, so you can't. It's not like, ooh, Chase Crawford's hot because he's not not cute. Um, I don't know what happened to him. What happened to all those Gilmore Girls boys? Well, Milo. No, was but your I mean, lover for a brief period of time. For a second, no, I'm talking about the big three: Chase, Ed Westwick, and. Um, You're talking about Gossip Girls. You said Gilmore Girls. Oh, I'm talking about Gossip Girls. I'm so sorry. Well, no, Ed Westwood got had a rape charge, and then he got <gasps> me too'd. Oh, he did? Yeah. Oh, God. He got me too'd. He's done. Oh, God. He had a show on Netflix, and now he's fried. Oh, what about Penn Badgley? Um, He was too short. He's short? Yeah. He's cute. Just like, who's the guy from Swim Fan and uh, Bring It On? Uh, Yeah, I don't know who you're talking, what his name is, but I know who you're talking about. I had the biggest crush on him. He was too short. You, like, you're too hot to not be a leading man, but then you're like five feet. Yeah. It's tough. It's tough. Tom Cruise somehow pulled it off. Yeah, he did. All right. You ready for the last one? Last one. Let's do it. Okay. You are, you have um, uh, fire and ice powers. Like, like, like a, yeah. Fire and ice powers. But January Jones is the star of every Marvel movie that is made for the next 30 years. No. Okay. Or you're an Omega level telekinetic. But to you, every man in the world looks like Danny DeVito. (gasps) Oh God. I've always dreamed of being a telekinetic. You have to choose one of those options. <laughs> um, oh, like, God. Even if you, like, open up, if even if you turn on a porno, it just looks like two Danny DeVitos. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't. I can't have that. I'll have to go with, with fire and ice powers. Fire and Ice Powers, and guess what? January Jones is the star <laughs> of every Marvel. The first movie. time I saw First Class, I didn't mind. Like I was like, I was in denial. I was like, that was fine. So, do you know how bad it was? It's. I got into a horrible bad. car accident on the way home from that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I flipped my car over on the one. Oh my god! Because you were pissed off about Emma. I apparently. I did. I remember I put a, my Facebook post was um, January Jones can't act her way out of diamond form. <laughs> it was horrifying. Oh, it was so horrible. Oh, well. Oh, God. I, I honestly don't know what I would choose. Because Omega Level Telekinetic, 
Yeah, you'd be like so awesome. Ebony Ma and January Jones. I that's so horrifying. I know, but you have to end. I'd have to fuck Danny DeVito. You have to end it on January Jones because that's we started with Emma Frost and we have to end with Emma Frost. <gasps> You're right. Yay! Perfect circle. Perfect circle. We did it. We did it. Um, you guys, thank you so 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 much for listening to Comic Book Queers Legacy. Uh, we did some reviews, and we had some conversation, and we played a little game. That's what we do here on this show. Um, Evil Jeff, you got anything to say? I got to say, yeah, I just need to go, because I just want to make sure Stanley found his way out of my apartment Thank you. Building. Yeah, okay, great. I hope he's okay. You don't have stairs, do you? I do. Oh, oh God. This is, not, this is the worst. Oh, so many horrible <laughs> things are happening to him. It's insane uh almost right for satire um all right well great so this has been episode 38 of comic book queers legacy thank you so so much uh remember if you read comics that makes you that makes you excelsior oh stan get out of here Ah! (laughs) 